Good evening. Tonight we're going to do our Lotus Sutra lecture on chapter 27, King Wonderful Adornment as the Previous Life of a Bodhisattva. And tonight we're going to do something a little different. I'm going to tell this in a format of storytelling. So, let us begin. A long, long, long time ago, a really, really long time ago, in an age called Gladly Seen, just as our age currently that we live in is called the Latter Age of the Dharma, their age at that particular time was called Gladly Seen. And this was in a different world, a completely different world in another part of the universe, and that world was called Life Adornment. Just as our world is called Earth, that world was called Light Adornment. And the Buddha at that time was called Cloud Thunder Peel Star King Flower Wisdom Buddha. Our Buddha for our time is Shakyamuni Buddha. This is a story about a mother and a father and their two sons. The father was a king and his name was Wonderful Adornment. Didn't they have some really weird names? Interesting names. Our names seem rather plain compared to, to their names. The mother was called Pure Virtue. The two sons, one son was named Pure Store and the other one Pure Eyes. So in this particular story, the father, the king, uh, is not a Buddhist. He does not practice Buddhism. He practices some other religion. And the two sons have practiced Buddhism, and they have done some really, really, really uh, spectacular things. So uh, they have attained great supernatural powers, and they have been really good people. They've tried their hardest to follow the teachings of the Buddha, even though they're uh, father is not a believer in Buddhism. They, the two sons, have tried their best to do the things that the Buddha instructed them to do. And they've practiced as bodhisattvas. In other words, they've done things like helping other people. They've studied hard. They've tried to tell other people about Buddhism. They've tried to be a good example of what nice people are like. These two boys were kind and gentle. They did all the things that bodhisattvas are known for doing. And as a result of that, they had become very compassionate. They'd become kind. They had great joy. And they were fair. They were impartial. And they had also practiced the 37 different ways to enlightenment. We can look at these 37 different ways as things like recognizing suffering in other people. So when, when you see other people that are having a hard time, you recognize that, you realize that uh, other people have difficulties, other people have problems, and we share our concern for them. So when you're in school and you have classmates and classmates unhappy about something, you ask them about, uh, about their problem. 
And you try to be nice to them. And you try to help them. And that's what these two sons had done. They also realized that all things are temporary, that nothing lasts forever. They, uh, when they saw evil, when they saw bad things happening, they tried to stop it, they tried to speak out against the evil. When they saw someone doing something bad to somebody else, they realized it wasn't right, and they tried to talk about it, they tried to talk the other person out of doing it. These two sons were also very mindful. They were very aware of what was going on around them. They knew when they had to clean their room or they had to study hard for school or they had to mind their parents. They thought things over carefully. They tried their best to understand the results of their actions. So. If they got mad or if they were upset at something, they realized that um, that can cause harm to other people. It causes people to be unhappy. And they didn't want to make people unhappy. They wanted people to be happy. So they tried to think things over carefully to make sure that their actions were the kinds of things that would help other people be happy. They also believed in Buddhism. They tried their best to study and learn about Buddhist practice, these two boys. They had great memory. They were very wise. And they understood the difference between truth and falsehood. They had joy. They were very happy. And they tried to share this joy with other people. Because if they were happy, they wanted other people to become happy as well. So, one day, these two boys, they heard about, they heard that their Buddha was going to teach the Lotus Sutra. He had not yet taught these two boys the Lotus Sutra. And they were very excited about the possibility of going to see the Buddha teach the Lotus Sutra. So they asked their parents about it. They went to their mother first and tried to convince her to go with them when they went to see the Buddha and to let them go see the Buddha, teach the Lotus Sutra. And the mother said, well, that's okay, but let's see if we can get your dad to go too. And she said, you know, you two boys are really, really good. And you're, you know, practicing the Buddha way and you're trying your best and you're, uh, you're really uh, doing well in your Buddhist practice, maybe you could show your father some great thing and cause your father to want to see the Buddha because of your good behavior, because of your good actions. So, these two sons, because of their Buddhist practice, they were able to do really, really great, wonderful things. They could float in the sky, and so they did so. They rose up in the sky, and they floated way high up in the sky, very, very high up in the sky. And because they were thinking of their father, they did these wonderful things while they were up there. They walked in the sky, and they stood in the sky, and they sat in the sky, and they laid down in the sky. 
Can you imagine doing all of those things up in the sky? Walking around, sitting down, just floating up there. Standing around, laying down in the sky. That would be really wonderful. But they did even more than that. While they were up in the sky, from the top part of their body, water came spewing out, just great, great fountains of water from the top of their body. And then from the bottom of their body, these wonderful flames, almost like fireworks, were shooting out. And then they decided to switch it around. And so from the top part of their body, the fireworks came out. And from the bottom part of the body, these fountains of water come out. Then they became giants, huge, huge giants in the sky. And then they shrunk back down to dwarfs. And then they became giants again. They did all of these things. They did all of these things because they felt really great about Buddhism and their Buddhist practice. And you know, when we practice Buddhism, we have great joy. And we really try to help other people have great joy. And when people are suffering and they're unhappy and they're sad, and we can bring them happiness and joy, it really seems like we're doing really great, wonderful things. And sometimes, when we don't want to do wonderful things, and yet we do anyway, it's a very difficult thing for us to do. It's difficult sometimes when we feel angry to be happy. It's difficult for us to hold that anger inside. It's difficult for us to say something nice when we really want to say something mean. And so those kinds of actions are really kind of supernatural kind of actions. They take a strong person. They take someone with great strength to be able to do those things. So when these two sons were giants in the sky, that's the same thing as our lives. When we have great joy, when we want to help our friends become happy, we take on the aspect of a great giant. When our friends are suffering and they need comfort, we might be kind and gentle and small. But when they have problems, we want to help them. And so we're big and strong. So then the two sons, as if all of that wasn't enough, they then disappeared from the sky, and then all of a sudden they reappeared on the earth again. And then they dove into the earth, just like the earth was water. They swam in the earth, and then they went back up into the sky. And seeing these things, the father had the greatest joy he had ever had. He became very, very excited. He was amazed. And the father wanted to know who their teacher was. He says to the boys, who taught you? Who helped you become such really good boys? Who was your teacher? 
And so the boys told him about the Buddha. They told their father about Buddhism. And then the mother and the father both agreed to go see this great Buddha. And the father, who was the king, was so impressed with the Buddha and so impressed with what his sons did that he gave up his kingdom so that he could devote his life to Buddhism. So from this story, we can see that our actions, our behavior, is what can really be most influential in leading other people to Buddhism. We may think to ourselves that I can't float up in the sky, I can't walk around in the sky, I can't have fountains of water coming from the top half of my body and fireworks coming from the bottom half of my body and, and the other way around. And I can't swim in the earth like it's water. But every day, every day we face challenges and every day we try our best to do the right things when other people do the wrong things. We try our best to be honest when we see other people not being honest. We try our best to be fair to other people when we see other people not being fair. We try our best to be kind to other people even when we see other people being mean to each other. We try our best to clean our room even when we don't want to. We try our best to make our bed even when we don't want to. We try our best to brush our teeth, to do all the things our parents want us to do, even though sometimes we do not want to. All of these things sometimes take a really, really strong person. It takes a great person. So when you do all of these things, when you try really, really hard to follow the teachings of the Buddha, when you try really, really hard to be nice to other people, to do nice things for other people, <coughs> to act politely, to do what your parents tell you to do, to do what your teachers tell you to do. All of these things are very difficult to do, but as we do them, we influence other people to wonder, how is it that he is such a good boy? How is it that she is such a good girl? Who is their teacher? And to this we can reply, the Buddha, Sakamuni Buddha is our teacher. Sakamuni Buddha is the influencer of our life. So with that, I'd like to close this story, this little story about the two sons, Pure Store and Pure Eye, and their wonderful achievements, their wonderful lives to try to influence their father and their mother, and in particular, try to convert their father. Every day, our behaviors, remember, every day, our behaviors, are what will be most effective in telling and instructing others 
about Buddhism. While we may not know all of the words, and while we may not know all of the theory, we do know how to be nice, and we do know how to be kind to other people, and that is actually practicing Buddhism. And that we can show our friends and our family how firmly we believe in this Buddhism. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed this little story.